This is Stage Chats with Claudia and Ailish. We're going to talk about the hardest aspects to ballet. Yeah. Like what we found. We're so good for this role, like yeah. really hyping you up, and then you get so disappointed. Yeah. <gasps> Did you ever have a corn? I had corns, mate. Oh. Hey, dancers. Welcome to Stage Chats. The place where we discuss what really happens on and off stage in the dance world. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we say that at the same time. Every time. Hello. Hello. Um, so how is everyone going? We actually just got back from Sydney. We did. Oh, my gosh. We had so much fun. So much fun. Me, yeah. Simona and Ailish were all sharing a room. It was the most hilarious, funnest time ever. It was like a like, big sleepover party. Yeah, it literally <laughs> was. We were, like, going to the intensives during the day because that's what we were there for. Then we'd come home, watch Love Island. Yeah. <laughs> my so, goodness, I love Love Island. So <laughs> funny. Yeah. Anyway, best time ever. Um, Today we have a really interesting episode. We're actually going to talk about the hardest aspects to ballet. Yeah. Like, what we found genuinely hard about ballet and maybe some things that we didn't know about before we got into the art form. Yeah, it'll be interesting to hear like what you guys think about it too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bit of a random episode. It is a bit random, but I am I here for it. Yeah, I am <laughs> here for it. Um, and also you can, of course, win prizes just by listening to this episode. So all you've got to do is tag us in your selfies and you can win one of our new pink leotards. Oh, my gosh, <gasps> the pink collection. If you have not seen this, oh. my goodness, you're missing out. Yeah, it's actually amazing. So yeah. just go on our Instagram. Instagram, Claudia Dean World or Claudia Dean Collections um, or even our website. Look at our website. Yeah. Seriously, the leotards are so stunning and you're basically going to be able to win one of those. So all you got to do is tag us in your selfie and we're going to pick a winner on Monday. Yeah, Monday. This coming Monday. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't Excited. wait. Um, so let's get straight into this ep. Yeah, let's do it. Ep. 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 I don't know what episode this is. We've done a few now, hey? Yeah, I feel like we need season finale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just kidding. Should we do seasons? Nah. I reckon. Just keep going. Just keep going. Don't <laughs> okay, I reckon we start off with casting. Yes. Okay, so casting. For those of you that might not be familiar with it, basically imagine this. At the end of your dancing year, you have like an end of year production or in a company, you have performances happening all the time. Yeah. And basically, you know when that casting sheet of paper goes up on a board, normally that's what happens, your name is either on that board or it's not, right? Yeah. And everyone has their hopes set on a certain role, I mm. think, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And everyone, you know, wants to dance a lead role or a little solo role. Of course we do, right? We always want that for ourselves. Mm. Um, and I feel like it can be so disheartening when your name is not next to a role that you wanted or not next to just a part that you thought you might deserve to get. Yeah, exactly. Because that could mean either you're not dancing, yeah. like you're not even actually on the stage. Exactly. Or two, you've, you know, you feel like you've worked really hard for this role and then when you're not casted, you're like, oh it's my god, It's disheartening. Yeah, yeah, it's very disheartening. And I think what's hard is um, when you join a company, you are so reliant of casting because that's the only thing that actually can get you on the stage. So it simply comes down to when you join a company, if your name is not on the casting board, you actually won't be on stage. And I couldn't get my head around that at the start. Like when I joined the company, I was like, oh, my name's not like on the board for that ballet. Okay, fair enough. Then the next casting thing comes out. Oh, my name's not on the board again. Then the next thing comes out. Oh, my name's there. So then you only go to rehearsals for that ballet that you're cast in. Yeah. So really, 
you might not be dancing as much as what you think you could be or what you think you deserve to be, which is um, it can be really hard to wrap your head around that. And it's hard also too because the director is the one that makes the mm. casting, the director and the ballet mistress. So yeah. in previous episodes we said like you need the director to like yes. you because that's how you get casted. Exactly. So it's also hard to wrap your head around that yeah. as well, and I it, feel. And yeah. it's like not up to you. No. Like you might think you deserve to dance a certain role but it's not up to you. It's and up even to the director. Like, and like a teacher might be like, oh, like you look, you'll be so good for this role, like yeah. really hyping you up and then you get so disappointed yeah. when it's not you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You do and that's a very common thing that I think a lot of people don't talk about in ballet. Yeah, yeah. so casting is definitely something that I think, yeah, you can't really prepare for. You just have to deal with the knockbacks when it happens um, and you just got to appreciate the wins when they do happen, I right? I agree, yeah. Yeah, it's just part of it. It's out of your control. Exactly, some things are. Um, the next thing that we should talk about is just like feet and like blistered feet in general oh. and the things that dancers have to put up with. Like Honestly, <laughs> my feet I think are still scarred from ballet. Do you know what? My feet actually aren't that bad from ballet. Mm, but Ailish, you have nice toes. Ailish, <laughs> Ailish has got a big hair in her mouth right now. Yeah, so going back to feet, right, yeah. I feel like mine aren't even that bad. Are yours, yours bad? Mine are quite bad. I still have, like, a few calluses. Oh, my God, we should actually put a photo up on our Instagram page and you guys can t- tell us who has worse ballet feet. I think it's definitely me. <laughs> definitely we're talk- me. We're talking about the look of them, right? Yeah. Not, like, the actual, like, pointing of the foot. Just, yeah. like, the look of them after all the point work over I the years. I feel like, like I was lucky because I didn't have bunions. Like, I know Ooh. some people corns. Did you <gasps> ever have a corn? I had corns, mate. Oh! oh. I need to, I need to post a photo of one of my friends' corns. Okay, just wait, just oh. wait before before we get stuck into corns, right? If you don't know what corns are, okay, I think this is what it is. But I used to get them all the time, and it's basically imagine like a blister. Un, oh, is it underneath? Yeah, it's underneath your skin. It's mm. like a blister underneath your skin. I feel like a podiatrist like worded it like that for me one time when I was struggling to understand what it was. That's literally what a corn is, and it is so painful. Holy smokes! And doesn't it happen like on like a bone or like a joint? Yes, like yes. it's only connected to that. Yeah. Oh, oh, they are awful. And fun fact, if you suffer from corns or if you like have this weird pain in your toes and you don't know what it is, it probably is a corn, maybe. Mm. Half the time it always was for me. Um, Toe spaces work really well. True. Yep. So toe spaces, yep, that's just what you use. But um, I reckon like this is the weirdest thing with ballet, right? So obviously we put up with so much pain with our feet. Um, But the things we do to prevent ourselves from getting sore feet. So like I always used to soak my feet and methylated spirits. Like (laughs) to like harden the skin. Yeah, to harden and toughen Mm. the skin. Like how random is that? That's random. See, I I didn't really suffer from like blisters, only like blisters on my heels, but I got like bruised toenails. Oh, they're the worst. Like my big toes. So I had to like cut my toenails in like a really weird way, like diagonal. Yeah, like devil horns. Yeah. (laughs) so bad. Oh, they're so painful. Yeah, and it's weird because it's like the shape of your toes. Oh, like. it's the worst. I remember one time that, um, a podiatrist had to like remove half of my toenail because I had like an infected something on my toenail from my point shoes. Oh, it was honestly disgusting. Yeah. Like just the things that you go through with your feet. I feel like, yeah, maybe to the normal person, it's just a little bit bizarre. But you know, when you take off your shoes and you're like, <laughs> what is this wrinkly? Like they go all wrinkly because you've had them in like eight hours in point shoes and you're like, this do not look okay. They're all swollen oh, and like wrinkly. 
it's foul, hey, and ouch pouches. Like I used to have to like wash mine every oh, week. the stench. Yeah, the stench. So like ouch pouches, for those of you that don't know, they're basically the thing that you use. It's like a little um, toe protector. So you like put it on your toes before you put on your point shoes. And like I remember there were some people in my class that didn't wash their ouch pouches and, mate, it almost smelled like popcorn. It was disgusting. Oh, honestly, like it's like the most oh. stenched smell. Like you can't even ex- – I can't even explain it. I have like – I can smell it right now because I know what it's like. <laughs> I know what it smells like. Oh, my and God. Ugh. Yeah, it's actually so gross. <laughs> Claudia's dry reaching at me. <laughs> I'm actually dry reaching. That is disgusting. No, yeah, but uh, that's probably the hard aspects to ballet, the feet and the smells. Yeah, the legit. The feet and the um, smells. Now, I have this like crazy story. I'm just going to put it out there. If you don't like kind of scary, dark stories, like random weird stories, probably just like fast forward for the next five minutes because this is kind of, it's a little bit scary, but it's real life. I love this stuff, so I can't wait. <laughs> okay. And it actually happened. And um, I remember it was the day I joined the Royal Ballet and they basically said like, you know, we have a lot of people waiting at stage door at the end of our performances. So like they just sort of gave us like a bit of a warning about strangers and just like when you're meeting people like just have your wits about you like don't yeah don't be silly about it like make sure you um, understand that there's people waiting there Um, and you know if someone's following you home you've got to be very aware like you just have to be very aware okay some people are like ballet obsessed yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and like that's the thing it's almost like for the um, major stars at the Royal Ballet like they're almost like mini celebrities right 100% so like they had so they had crowds of people waiting for them at the end of a production night like that's just the way it was when we finished Swan Lake you know half the stars would walk out and like there's crowds of people there at stage door and they were just so used to that anyway so they gave us a bit of like a stranger warning about that um and they also said we basically get mail like it's almost like fan mail um every day it arrives to stage door did you get any um yeah over the years you do because like you build like a bit of a following and like, You'd be the- like oh my god yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But um, basically they were like, yes, yeah, so we get some fan mail and um, it goes through a screening before it gets to you. Because I was kind of like, how crazy. Like someone could like, I don't know, deliver cookies and they could be like poisonous yeah. and you wouldn't even know or like they could have something in them. Anyway, they go through some sort of certain screening before it actually gets to the dancers and they um, basically said, and we're going to tell you why we do this. One day there was a major start, the Raw Ballet, right? She gets this giant teddy, right? This is how they explained it to us the day, the first induction day when I walk into the Royal Ballet. They gave us this big warning about like this stuff. She gets this big giant teddy. And like, of course, when you get a big giant teddy, you're just like, your natural reaction is to like hug it. It goes through the screening. There was a knife (gasps) in the center of the teddy. You're joking. I'm not joking. There was a knife there in the teddy. There was a knife in the centre of the teddy. So they wanted to kill her? Yes. That's literally what happened. What? So they, so this thing goes through the screening and they see this and they're like, what the? I know. So they, that's why they said. They said it goes through a screening because after that incident, you know, we sort of realised, you know, how, well. People have bad intentions. That's oh, the thing, right? So scary. Like you anyway. can't think everyone's a good person. No. no. How crazy is that? This star of the Royal Ballet. Oh, my God. I know. So they gave us a massive warning about it and I was like, I still cannot forget that story. I was told that story 12 years ago and I still remember it like word for word. And I remember the people I was sitting next to because we all just joined the Royal Ballet and we're all like looking at each other like, what the hell? That's 
so scary. I know, but how lucky though. If it didn't go through that screening, who knows what would have happened, you know? Honestly, so, but like I'm sure they would have seen other stuff. Like, oh, they, yeah, they did. They said they've seen a lot of things over time and I think maybe someone said what's the craziest thing you've seen. Like I think someone actually like asked. or they. I just, thought you were going to say there was like a video, like a recording camera and they were like oh, recording it. Oh. But I reckon someone would do yeah, that. Yeah, and there's been so many times at the Royal Ballet too where people have been followed home and like, yeah, it's very scary. you got to have your wits about you. I mean, if you're listening to this right now and you've never been exposed to this type of thing, I mean, I know for some kids, like, you might find it a little bit scary hearing this, but it's true. You have to be very cautious. Like, not everyone is as kind as you in yeah. this world. Well, you right? learn that at school, though, like stranger danger stuff. You do, yeah. Hey, yeah. Anyway, so that was a real story. That's why I know. So hardest aspects to ballet, I mean, I would say that's probably one of them. Like, the fact that maybe when they get to a certain level, like, you've got to be, like, super cautious, just like any type of celebrity, right? Well, you wouldn't think that, would you? Like, no. you would never go be like, oh, you know, I'm the best ballet dancer in the mm, world. I need to be worry careful. About Someone's going to be walking me home. I'd be like, can I do pirouettes on stage? Like, not worry about someone oh, no. walking me home. Like, I know. Oh or like following you yeah. home. Or like walking you home. Right? I meant following. I meant following. <laughs> oh, that's like got me flustered. I know. A bit flustered. Hey, oh scary. Oh, that is anyway, scary. Next topic. I think another hard part about ballet is mm. like, you always have to be on your A game. Hey? Yeah, hundred. Because you don't know who's gonna walk in the door. Yep. You have to make sure you're fueling yourself right. You've got to you got to like look at yourself in the mirror all day. Like it's oh, a lot. It's hey. a lot. Yeah, and you've got to be able to take a lot of like criticism, but not take it personally as well. But I think going back to like the fueling yourself and always being on your A game. Like another good example is just like you know dancers. Like there's this typical thing you can't wear high heels because yeah. it ruins your feet. Like yeah. and it's kind of true, right? Like you don't want to be like being you don't want to be in heels one night the day before you've got like a full Swan Lake show because yeah. your calves are going to tighten like yeah that's just, what Frankie said hey. yeah, yeah and just like things like that like you've always got to be aware and um ready for like what's coming in tomorrow in the yeah, studio like exactly because I remember my teacher telling us like when we were full-time like you you know you have to really look after yourself because mm. your body is your instrument yeah exactly and I think that's what people like, not an ornament yeah exactly yeah, like people don't realize that, like you're body is your actual like arts and crafts. Yeah, like, it is. And if you don't look after that, it's like, you know, people play guitar, they mm. put itself, you know, in a nice package yeah. to make sure it's like secure and yeah. safe and doesn't get damaged. You have to think about that with your body too. I know, you got to like almost protect it like at all times, you yeah. know, because that's all you have. Yeah, and I just think like it's a huge sacrifice, like, you know, always being aware and always making sure that you are protecting yourself or like even fueling yourself, right? Like there's just a lot of um sacrifice I think for dancers they've got to be very aware of like what they're putting in their body and how they're looking after it and also you have to say no to so many things like I remember saying no to like you know my friend's birthday party because what if I was running around and I twisted an ankle yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes or like you can't go to like skiing for example like I was never allowed to ski and that always made me so angry (laughs) and also I remember when I like first moved overseas Mm. and I was with my mum and we had to walk up massive flights of stairs mm. and I had like two massive suitcases they would have weighed like 30 kilos oh my god and my poor mum did all herself because oh. she was like if you into your back like you're out you know what I mean so like true. that's your life but that's that's yeah, the thing it's you have like, to be so cautious yeah you got to be cautious all the time mm. and yeah say no to a lot of things I pretty much like all the time I couldn't go to my friend's birthday parties oh, they were always on a Saturday during the day and yeah. I was always like so's got dance and they were like we want to play Tiggy and I'm like oh 
well, what if I twist an ankle? <laughs> Plain Twiggy. <laughs> twiggy with the twigs. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, yeah, you just, there's a lot of sacrifices involved. There hey. is, there I is. would also say another thing is um, holidays. Now, I didn't like really know this, but you actually, when you're in like a company, it is so hard to even ask for a holiday. Okay. I know that like, you know, with fair work and all of that, everyone's entitled to certain amount of holidays, yeah. right? Obviously we run businesses, we're aware of that. But for some reason, when you're a ballet dancer, you're not allowed to ask, like you feel like you're not allowed to ask for those holidays, even though you'd be entitled to them. Yeah. But for some reason, you just feel like you can't ask, which yep. is so odd. I know. It is odd. Hey, I remember like being like, I can't have more than two weeks off. Yeah, I know. But even, otherwise you get, you know, can't well, go back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like if you're worried about your body, like not like kind of like, oh, what's the word? Like getting out of shape. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. worried about your body just like not being the same when you get mm. back. Um, not like the way it looks, but the way it feels yeah. like in class. It's just like You're the like, way. You're like, my legs are heavy. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, my leg's not as high. Like, yeah. yeah, it's hard to take holidays. And also I think it's just hard to even ask for them. Even I was talking to my friend in the Royal Ballet and I was like, oh, what about you just have like a little break? Like take four days off and like clear your mind and, you know, come back and you'll feel nice and refreshed. And she was like, Claudia, I can't even ask for holidays. And I was like, in my head, I said to Lachlan as well, I was like, this is just so wrong. Like, yeah. why can't dancers ask to have like a few days off, mm. you know, if they need it, like mentally or physically. But what if you're sick? You know? I know. And also they're entitled to them. Yeah. Anyway, look, this is just my opinion, but I just find it like so crazy that dancers feel like they can't. Well, I remember like even on school holidays and stuff, I felt like I could not switch have off. A holiday. Yes. No. I, I remember I was on a cruise ship and I went to the gym <laughs> and I was doing ballet in the gym and my mum was like, Ailish, <laughs> we're on the cruise for four days. Like, enjoy it. And I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do it. I have to do my different place. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I think, I think when you step out of the, you know, ballet scene, like you're not a dancer anymore, I think you really look at dancers and you're like, whoa, like you can just have those days off if you want. Like yeah. don't feel like that you're not going to come back the same. Like obviously it's going to feel different, but I think like your body and mind, they need it. Like, Oh, you, you need definitely to, need a break. Yeah, yeah, you need a break. So don't be afraid of doing that. Mm. Um, I also think another hard aspect of ballet is getting rejected. Yeah, and getting used to it. Yeah. Like just being like cool with, okay, right. I wasn't picked. Like, that's just the way it is. Like, can't change it. Got to keep moving forward. Like, yeah. that's just the way it is, right? And, like, auditions is, like, probably the hardest part. Yes. It's, like, you get rejected. You get rejected a lot and you have to be okay with you it, have, don't you? You get rejected so much. Yeah, you probably get rejected, like, I would say more than you have wins. Oh, like, absolutely. In I a think way. you get rejected like 80% and accepted like 20%. Yeah, but the good news is is that you only need one person to like you yeah. and that's all that matters, exactly. right? If you have one person that believes in you, like boom, you're set for your career, like yeah. that's it. But like, yeah, to get to that point, you're probably going to experience a lot of rejection, a lot of knockbacks, a lot of like, you know, fails as people call them, but yeah. I like to call them lessons. Yeah. Um, And that's just the way it is. But you also learn rejection at a young age, you know, like auditioning for a Stedford team. Yes ballet so I think growing up like you're, you're kind of tough. prepared yeah, yeah you're tough and you're prepared for it as well so when you step into the big ballet world you know you get rejected auditioning for big schools like exactly you're, you're kind sort of, of used to it yeah you are used to it so I think like younger dancers listening to this you won't get such a rude shock no because you are kind of prepared but it is probably one of the hardest things one of the hardest things and yeah. not letting it get to you personally like just because Sally gets rejected from that school it's not because Sally herself is a failure 
behaviour yeah. or, you know, needs to learn a lesson. It's just because that maybe that school, you know, you weren't their type of dancer. Like it's mm. nothing to do with you personally and I think that's probably hard to like separate as well. Yeah. Like the fact that like, you know, you're Ailish, the dancer, but then you're also Ailish as a person yeah. and I think if you can't let things get to you personally. Exactly. That's yeah. just like a thing even just in normal life too. Yeah. Like you can't always take it like that way, hey. And I think dancing teaches you that from a young age. Yeah, yeah, dancing Like you can't does. take things personally. Yeah, um, exactly. So it actually does make you super tough. And even like yeah. a lot of you listening to this, you might be like, oh, I've got so much to learn, but you'd be so surprised how much you already know already. Like, I agree. And how much you've experienced already. And you'll probably be like, holy smokes, I'm actually very tough. Like yeah. I can put up with some stuff. You <laughs> sure can. Um, Just one more thing. I reckon this is probably a good one to finish on because I found this so interesting. I actually never knew this as well until I like went to get a contract. Um, In America, I think it's very common in America, people or dancers, they're only employed for a certain amount of weeks a year. It's not like 365 days. It's like they're only employed for how many weeks a year? I'm not actually sure, but I know for a fact that you can get employed for like a season. Like, you know, if they're doing a season of- Swan Lake. Yeah, Swan Lake, Nutcracker. You can, like, sometimes they do auditions because they need extra dancers, for example. For that particular ballet. So you're only hired for that ballet. Wow. And then after that, you've got to look for another job. That's pretty crazy. I know so so many of my friends have done that. Yeah, and, like, so many um, American dancers, they're employed for, like, however many weeks. I honestly don't want to get the amount of weeks wrong, but I feel like it's, like, 32 or something. It's something smaller than 52, right? There's 52 weeks in a year. And then they've got to go get another job job like at McDonald's or like be a waitress or something in those other weeks like yeah. where they're not employed. Because you're only paid you're only paid for what you do. Like for example, wow. you know, over the summer and holidays and stuff, yeah. you're not paid. I'm I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah. For my yeah. American friends. You wow. only get paid for the time that you're in the studio. How you don't get any holidays or anything. So like when they have that big summer break, yeah. I'm pretty sure everyone closes down over yeah. there. Uh, like which is like two, three months. Yeah, it's a You're while. You're not employed. Whoa, see that's pretty full on. But Royal, we never had that. We we're employed like for fifty two weeks a year. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, or yeah. like something close to that. So like we weren't ever feeling like we were unpaid. Like, I feel like that's the same in Australia too. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Wow, so full on. So I never knew that until I um, was about to accept a contract with America, and my teacher was like, "Do you realize you're only going to be employed for this amount of time?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, wow. Okay, so mm. interesting. You just don't." You just don't know, do you? No, you don't. Yeah, how interesting. Crazy. Crazy. Anyway, I mean, this was such a random episode, but we thought it would be, like, quite fun to just... I feel like people will find this interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's really full on. So if you want a part two, let us know because I'm sure we could, you know, keep rattling on about all this stuff. Oh, absolutely. We love to <laughs> rattle on about this stuff. <laughs> do you guys think we go on tangents? Because I do. I'm like, Sometimes oh. we listen to this and I'm like, wow. <laughs> we can talk. <laughs> talk oh. underwater. I know. Remember to tag us in your selfies and yeah. we love you guys so much. We'll see you in our next episode. We love you guys. Thank you. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Claudia Dean World. Make sure you follow this podcast, our Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. See you in the next episode. Bye, dancers.